Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Croque monsieur or croque madame? Whipped cream or creme patisserie? Hostess or Little Debbie's? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense is created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode. Now's the time on the show where we try to let you get to know us a little better by sharing one or two good things we've consumed recently. Jacob, what are some things you have enjoyed recently? I had a friend uh, go to a conference internationally, and they were in... Uh, his his name is Anga, and he he's friend of the show. He listens, and um, hey, Anga. hi hi Anga, um, and uh, Anga went to Japan and Thailand to for for his conference. And on his way back through Japan, he brought back and sent me um, Tokyo bananas. And if you're not familiar with they what with what they are i didn't know either they're basically little they look kind of like little twinkies um but they've got banana custard inside them and the um the sort of cakey outside is um not very sweet um but it's it's like a sweet anyway it, it was really fun they are doing some sort of um pokemon anniversary so it, everything was uh, pikachu sort of designed and it was a really nice little gifty that he brought back. And I tried them. And I, I always like trying international sweets because they the flavor is just very different than U.S. sweets, I find. Like, there's a lot more sort of um, intertwined, like, savoriness about it. So it's not just all, like, like heavy sweet. Um, but it's it, it was a little desserty thing. And that was fun. It was a nice, nice uh, little gifty that he brought home and, and uh, sent us. And there was, like... There was like six or eight of them in there, so the family got to try them and enjoy nice. them and, and get excited about Pikachu and whatnot. So, thanks, Anga, and it was yummy. Appreciate it. Did you know the cool. original filling, oh. Twinkie filling flavor was banana? Oh well, that might hmm. be that might be where the idea came from. I wonder if you could still find one. Aren't they like probably? Are they like nuclear fallout proof? Yeah, probably. Right on. All right. Gents, uh, Matt, how about you? I just finished a four-part series on Netflix that I remember happening as a kid, but I don't remember like all the details. Uh, but it's called Pepsi. Where's my jet? And it was all about the guy. Remember oh, when yeah. Pepsi had the like? Oh, if you drink Pepsi and you get points, like it was a genius marketing um, campaign. I would say. Um, I don't know yeah. that I would call it necessarily a a well thought out campaign, but it was about the guy who collected 7 million points to get the Harrier jet. And it was all about the legal battle and a lot of, it was very interesting. I would suggest watching it. It's a four part mini series. Uh, but yeah, if you were alive during that time and you vaguely remember it, you should go back and watch it. Cause it actually covers a lot that, um, well, was that around the time memories. like early high school? Yeah, it was a 98. Mm -hmm. So it was before it was middle school for us. 
Yeah, because I, I kind of like I remember like getting the caps like from like the recycling at school, and I think I got like a so I married an axe murder uh, videotape, <laughs> like something else from that. But yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting uh, how they how they tried to cover their tracks, and it actually uh, went and talked about this uh, big debacle that Pepsi had in India before all this and in their bottling plant and like people actually died over it. They firebombed trucks because it was another failed marketing campaign to give away uh, essentially 40,000 us dollars. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I would suggest going back and watching it. It made me n- nostalgic in like a nice way, even though it was like kind of a shitty situation. So what's it called? Uh, Pepsi. Where's my jet? It's on Netflix. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I'll have to check it out. Um, well, I uh, went to go see the movie 80 for Brady. Um, enjoyed that. Uh, also, <laughs> um, <laughs> also to be uh, snobby, um, there's a, a local theater here that they're doing a Federico Fellini retrospective. Like every week they're showing a film of his. I think they're doing 16 total. Um, and I went to go see La Dolce Vita. So um, that was good. Uh, it was like they did like a 4K restoration of it. And I mean, the movie's from 1960, but it looked brand. I mean, it was, it's in black and white, but it, it looked brand new. It looked really good. Um, but I enjoyed that. Um, and they did a Kickstarter to so, get the. So the, how do they how do they do that? Do they just rescan? Like, do they just do a, like a pass of the original film at a high quality scan? They um, they there because was actually the, like the a film little has like, like high fidelity because it's like grain. Like right? before the movie or... uh, started, they had like a few paragraphs on the restoration process, and like they take um like different prints and then like use some digital colorization and things and um, like Mm. it got really technical but um but it looked good uh nice and they they did a kickstarter to be able to get the series going and i contributed to that so um i got a few passes so i'll be going um to some more coming up nice and what's the what's the uh what's the function called or the is it a festival or is it like a um so the the theater is the eugene art house that's the name of the theater and then um it's just a they're just showing the films of federico fellini so you like old italian movies uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's pretty cool yeah anyway nice la dolce vita check it out holds up with that We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with listener questions. Welcome back. If you'd like your question, comment, or eulogy read on the show, drop us a line (laughs) at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. First question comes to us from Anonymous. Anonymous writes, I know it's similar to previous questions, but my husband and I are entering a no-spend month in April where we save money uh where we save money we would usually spend on things like movies amazon slash online shopping video games or meals what are some budget-friendly meals you enjoy 
How do you stay entertained for cheap? What are uh, we are child free graveyard workers, so we are always up in the nighttime. Well, as uh, we like you guys like to give me shit on the show and previously have about my pre- my my younger eating habit days, I can highly recommend uh, canned chili and hot dogs. <laughs> Uh, and then go to the store, get a five pound roll of ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect description of what freeze you it. just described. So freeze the ground beef and then partially defrost <laughs> it as you need it. Make yourself some burritos, throw it back in the freezer. I am not. I am not a medical professional, but I think it's very important that we do not recommend this, this uh, hey, I'm, particular. I'm here and I'm thriving, baby. I'm in my prime. I'm, I'm in my prime. <laughs> um, well, I, oh, I mean, kind of what Matt was saying, like uh, cheat meals. I, I, I do think Mexican food is, um, you know, you can make a lot of uh, different varieties of things. Like tortillas are cheap and plentiful, and I mean, you can even make them cheaper than the pre-made ones if you buy your own stuff for it. Um, and the ingredients to go into it are are really inexpensive. Yeah, almost nothing. It can be as expensive as you want it to be, though. Um, well, sure. I mean, any, yeah, anything. Don't go on TikTok and look up like <laughs> schmancy Mexican food recipes because you'll get some really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's you, great. there's you actually make, like follow this, lobster tacos or whatever. But I, I follow this guy who's cooking his way through the French Laundry cookbook. Um, yeah, I saw that guy. That it's guy pretty cool because he my... does it for it looks like what would be two people. And I mean, yes, there are some recipes that have caviar in them. You could not do that. But like some of them are just like fancy onions, I feel like. Uh, but it's just prepared in a certain way. Takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of effort. Uh, I don't know. I think you can do a lot, yeah, of, a lot of that stuff for, already, for cheap. If you're if you're already paying for Internet, then. Uh, yeah, go on to some sites and get. So I I think spaghetti and meatballs is actually a really easy, um, and cheap meal that makes a lot. Um, I use uh, Lydia's uh spaghetti and meatball recipe. Um, I forget what her last name is. Um, is it Bastianich or something? Or yeah. yes, that that person. <clears throat> um. But that they're very economical, and they uh, fill you up, and they're tasty. Um, and I would say um, you were saying Mexican food. I was going to say something else. There's one of one of my yeah. favorite chefs. Uh, his name is Matty Matheson. He's a Canadian chef, uh, and he kind of his mantra is, <clears throat> it, "Do what makes you happy." And he gives you he gives you recipes, but they're kind of a if you like more salt, whatever, add more salt. Don't, don't have to measure things. And he's very approachable to do uh, a very approachable way to do nice meals. Um, and you can be like, look, this is what, this is what you would have at this, at this restaurant. It would be fancy. You can also either use this cut of meat if you can't afford it, go out and get, you know, whatever. So I have both of his cookbooks. Uh, he's about ready to release another one, but they're also, they're really good. And then I also have, speaking of Mexican food, um, I haven't, done anything from it yet but there's a lot of options from uh i have danny treo's cookbook that are tacos and more so i've also seen from a lot of schmancy chefs that they prefer um the chuck of beef more than they 
more than they, like they think it's more versatile. And as long as you have time to prepare it and time to let it like marinate in whatever you're marinating it in or um, like seasoning, seasoning it in advance. Um, chuck is a, is a cheap meat and it's very versatile. So I would, I would seek out recipes that, that uh, involve the, the, um, chuck chuck roast and, and like. yeah you can get um you know more inexpensive cuts of beef and you know they, they might be tougher but if you throw them in the crock pot all day with some you know potatoes and green beans or asparagus or whatever like there's your meal at the end of the day and it or even i mean i feel like most people have an instant pot now which is mm-hmm. in, you know dual it's crock pot and pressure cooker so you can take those tougher cuts, break them down pretty quickly. Um, but if you're child-free graveyard workers, Brandon kind of touched on it. I would suggest, um, I don't know, growing up, I felt like they were relied on too too much and not very interesting, but crockpot meals can be pretty good. Um, or uh, like what I've done with the Instant Pot is make a good pho broth and you can make a you can make pho broth in under an hour granted it always tastes better if your grandma makes it and it you know it simmers for eight and a half hours but it doesn't have to you know it doesn't it doesn't you can do it in two hours so plenty of options yes soups are um a a good you know you can eat soup for lunch for a week if you make a pot of something and, and that's pretty inexpensive got yourself a soup Tonight we made, um, we basically took uh, a head of cauliflower and uh, a couple cans of, of uh, like canned chickpeas and rinsed them off and put them all, put some Grand Marsala on them and roasted them at 425 for like 30 minutes and just do that with rice. And it's a great meal because you've got the protein from the, the garbanzo beans or the chickpeas. Your and, kids will eat uh, that? And some vegetables. Uh yeah huh. yeah, well, uh, not a lot of it. We usually have to supplement it with like hot dogs and shit for them. <laughs> but um, but they they we we make them try uh, at least a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, for but for you know it's and it's healthy and um and if you've got the time and cilantro and lime, you can make like a little chutney to go with it. Gives it a little zing. I'd recommend that too. I just did that for uh Valen- Valentine's Day. I did surf and turf, did lobster. I cooked lobster tails for the first time, which I actually did it. I did it in the air fryer, <laughs> which were pretty cool. Oh, nice. um, you just roll them up in a bunch of tinfoil. Uh, and then we did a New York with a, a chimichurri. And I'd never made, I never made like a proper chimichurri before. It was good. You made yeah. a chimichurri? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. actually super, it's super easy. Yeah. It's mostly loose leaf stuff and then dried ingredients and some oil and blip. Send it. Nice. nice. Pretty good. Anyway, yeah, I would suggest getting some, a... some of those cookbooks and then, yeah, what do you got, Brandon? Well, it, um, she also asked, how do you stay entertained for cheap? Uh, I'll just, I, I've advocated porn, porn is for, for, for the Online. library, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say get a library card and uh, get Libby and then you can get as many ebooks or audiobooks as you want um and then they also a lot of libraries have um a streaming service that they call canopy you can get a lot of movies and um 
documentaries and things through that streaming um also check your library for cultural passes um i i I don't know where you're at, but a lot of libraries close to where I live have cultural passes that you can check out and go to museums and parks and things like that, that um, you'd normally have to pay for, but you can um, get it for free through the library. You know, sometimes you can go to plays or um, uh, concerts, things like that. Uh, Also, a lot of libraries have... um, they let you check out like they have a library of things where you can check out tools or uh, cookware yeah. or games or appliances or yeah, yeah. yeah like um, you can rent so appliances at the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like washer Some, and dryers. No, no, no. Not, not like big appliances, but like waffle uh, like, irons and things like that. Really? Yeah. And like, um, uh, I think, my mom was saying that there was like a like like yard like yard appliances like um like a, a rototiller i think i think you can get st- like that sort of things yeah so now I that i'm saying that, that being loud, a thing I, when I we were know, kids but I, I no i think it's a newer thing huh. so <clears throat> check check out your library and yeah you, i think you can get a lot of um i mean you're already paying for it with your taxes so you know yeah, no shit. Get, I'm gonna go to the library and see what I can rent out. <laughs> get a riding lawnmower to head home. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there there is um, I don't know about other cities, but here in Eugene, there is uh, what they call a tool library that um, it's a community based um, service where you can go. You have to sign up and like pay a one time fee of fifty bucks or something, but you can go and uh, you can play with the community's tools for free. Well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> you can check out like they have a you know it, it, a library of tools, and um, you just go check them out. And you, are you are you talking about socialism? <laughs> yeah, I mean like uh, anarcho. I don't remember voting yeah. to pay for that with my tax money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the community coming together because the government can't provide services uh, that the community needs, so it's people coming together. And- All right, I've had just about enough of this <laughs> podcast tell you what <laughs> it's more uh libertarian socialism than uh you know here but anyway wow i mean i don't have any uh go to the airport and watch the airplanes take off like i, I mean it's not as i love that that used to be the best well here's the thing like we can't even do that in portland anymore because they moved all the parking lots like you, you know, how you used no, to be able to park. Can't you, can't you still? Can't you still um, stop off on uh, Marine, Drive? Marine Drive? Last I had seen, they blocked some of those off. Uh, I don't ugh. know that you'd want to stop off along there. There was actually <laughs> no. just a street racing accident, and like <laughs> there were multiple cars that tipped over and rolled on fire. So Marine Drive, yeah, and there's a bunch of campers. So it used to be fun. I used to enjoy it, but like, um. I don't know. From our office now, the the F 18s take off over our office, so that's always pretty fun for me. Even though I'm terrified of flying, I enjoy it. Yeah, r- rattles the window. Yeah, but yeah go we have to um, mute all of our conference calls. You can go explore your your city or town, and you know, check out some parks you've never been to, or if there's a, I don't know, somewhere you've never gone hiking or whatever, you know, you can go there. Go chasing waterfalls in our area. There's plenty. Mm-hmm. You know, go hit a hike. Exactly. All kinds of fun to be had for free. 
Although if you're working graveyard, I don't know, like if you can go to parks in the middle of the night. So why not? Well, if they're working (laughs) graveyard, then doesn't that mean they've got the the day the, the day oh sure hang out? yeah go go do a sunrise hike somewhere or something or have a sunrise wedding that we uh, mentioned a while ago mm. i mean weddings are expensive though so no have a bunch of them not a, sun, <laughs> not a sunrise that's true those are cheap oh yeah you won't have any guests yeah. no one will come so <laughs> it'll be cheap catering's the dollar menu at uh, mcdonald's for nice. breakfast mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, best of luck, Anonymous, with your uh, no-spend April. Let us know how it goes. Indeed. Our second question comes to us from Chris. Chris writes, Hi, guys. In high school, I got an unfortunate nickname from an embarrassing situation. It was the classic scenario where I was called in front of the class to assist with something, and being a teenage boy at the time, I had an erection that was quickly pointed (laughs) out by bullies. And thus... I earn the permanent nickname of Boner Boy. Boner Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I oh, was mocked incessantly in the halls with people yelling, look out, here comes Boner Boy, or stay away from him, ladies, or he'll pop a boner. And God help me if my pants were tented in a weird way at the crotch. The nickname <laughs> followed me for the rest of my high school career and even into adulthood when I sometimes run into former classmates. It is mildly irritating now, and I've mostly gotten over it and occasionally laugh about it, but it was a huge bummer as a teen. I have a 10-year high school reunion coming up this summer and would like to reconnect with some people, but I'm a little worried my nickname is going to come up. Any advice on how to outrun my old reputation? Do you guys have anything from high school that still lingers in your current lives? Thank you, Chris. You know you know what, Chris? I would... I would, I would uh... I would I would walk in to my 10 year high school reunion and be like, hey, there's Big Dick Chris. And you're like, yeah, sure is. And just <laughs> show him how good your life has been. Uh, I can imagine that at the time it might have been, been embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I, I mean, advice uh, of the of the things that like I was, <laughs> was of the things that I was made fun of in in school. I wish it would have been something like this. So the grass is always greener. I had fucking buck teeth, and I was able to put my top teeth over my chin. Nobody was like, "Oh, there goes Big Dick Matt with his fucking boner walking around." I wish somebody would have said that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've got it. I've got it, Chris. You go to the store. You get the biggest, gnarliest eggplant or or um or a two thousand year old dildo that we mentioned in the previous episode. Uh, that yeah. two thousand year old dildo. <laughs> no, no, get like a, a like a um butternut squash and strap that puppy in and just show up, show up. And <laughs> in our last episode we talked about leaning into it. I would lean in I would lean the fuck into that. No, let them lean into you. At your reunion. Hey. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and don't draw any attention to it. Don't say anything about it. If people mention it, don't just ignore them. Just have it. Just have it there. That's what I give do. them big hugs. Give them big. I would big not hugs. give them big hugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I against the wall. 
you yeah. mentioned uh like people that you run into still still mention like I, I do wonder like what context they're mentioning it because it seems like if you're an adult person just out you know at safeway or whatever like would people be like hey like from across the store like it's motor <laughs> boy like, <laughs> i would say uh, honestly that's it what sounds like the people to. that you would yeah th- that's it's the people that do hold on to that that those are the people that obviously you're not looking forward to seeing but those are the people that don't bother yourself with the opinions or the or the yucking or anything it, it, uh, from those people because if that's what they're stuck on exactly it's the fucking it, like, t- you're, it's the, you're 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 fine it's the townies you dirty bitch! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the fucking it's the fucking townies that can't move on right they're probably still working at les schwab changing tires like oh, i've been here for 15 years already it's like yeah there's big anyone Dick anyone listening to the podcast that li- works for les schwab we have no problem with people sticking around working for les schwab don't they get a million dollar retirement calling- if they I don't think they yeah, do that. That's, a, that's that very old gone. hat. It's but if you uh, much like less himself, but if you call, but if you call our boy uh, Chris here, um, boner boy, fuck off. So help me God, so he'll give you God. the biggest bear hug you ever never wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, never wanted. I like not not to sound like too much of a mom or whatever, but like if those boys who made fun of you uh, are still making fun of you, then they're no friends. And, uh, I love that. If those boys, um, you know what? My, my, we, we raised ducks and my mom would tell me uh, to be like the ducks and just let it roll like water roll, roll off the back. And I, at the time I was like, oh, mom, that doesn't help. Cause it doesn't, uh, and stop making duck yeah. analogies. Oh mom, but, they're, uh, they're making fun of my huge boner. How do I let that roll? <laughs> no, you're the one who keeps saying huge. I feel like, I feel like you've got a uh, fixation. I, I'm, just, just I'm just hoping for the boner. best of him in this situation. Like, it's like, I know, I, I guess he's just walking. Don't now, worry. Like, hey, on Jeremy of the world, me. just like walking <laughs> around. <Yeah>. His... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it is yeah, an embarrassing situation for sure. But I, I, I would, I would hope after ten years, the majority of people don't even think about it or remember it. So, and right, hopefully, so none to of move, your to classmates listen think, to this. So, <laughs> to remind, I would just, I mean, I enjoyed going to the to our ten year high school because it. <laughs> our twenty years is coming up, right? It is this year. This year, 2003, right? So now we're at 223. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, yeah. I enjoyed going to our 10 year because <laughs> I, I knew exactly where it was being held in, in Gresham of the like prime spots. And I know who was going to show up. And I felt good about myself. Like I had grown in, into my awkward uh, f- physical things that I had as a kid. I got my teeth straightened out. We were. <laughs> Got got that straightened <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> we were we were working at UPS at the time, and we were in good physical shape. And I I just walked in, and I felt good. I was like, I'm in great shape. You guys have already been stuck in town for ten years, and already got your you son, son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> I just I felt good about it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage you to go, Chris. Uh, let's see, is it what's oh, coming up this summer? So you have time. Like if oh, I want to shed a few pounds. I would walk, like set a goal, walk in there, 
and just own the room and be like, yeah, yeah, that you is me. You have time me. to tuck it into your waistband. Bo- that is me. <laughs> Boner Chris. <laughs> what, did you, what did you used to call that? The um, the stomach tumor? The stomach tumor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a deep dive. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I wish I forgot about that. I'm, like, I, like, I'm 37 and like that's what I remember. Oh. That's the, the shit that sticks in my brain. Oh, I hate everything. Hey, everybody, if you're listening, look up stomach tumor. <laughs> no, don't do that. Private browser. Do it incognito. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to encourage you to go to your 10 year high school reunion and no, uh, show everybody, yeah, the- show everybody the little bitches that they are. All that you become. Anyway, have you guys had anything from high school that still lingers in your current lives? Hmm. not i mean i don't i don't really uh, other than you guys I, I don't really interact with people from high school on a regular basis yeah. so um if something was i nobody mentions it like yeah nobody's I'm, like oh I'm hey you boat. did this or i mean it, we, i mean we'll we'll talk that way to each other you know say oh remember when you know this happened but it's not yeah. like something like this happened where something sticks with you. And what about a moment that you through? thought was like super embarrassing at the time may not have stuck with you, but like something that was like cringy or embarrassing that happened to you. Um, hmm. one. I, uh, I, I, I asked someone on a, on a, uh, to a, one of the formal dances and it was, uh, Caitlin, Christ, Christ, mm-hmm. Christ, Jenner, and I, and she was, she was, uh, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> well, she was, she was hanging out with her buds in in a class that they they were all in like the basketball team together, and I remember like being super awkward and walking in and like handing her a ticket and walking back out because I like bought it for her, but for whatever reason, occasionally that like right now I'm sweating talking about it, but like. It, I, like I don't know why our brains do this, but like I could just be out doing something totally, totally random, and it just like it like pops up into my brain. I'm like, oh god, that was awkward, and I just sweat a little. And I'm like, and then it leaves my brain again. That was that was one moment that I remember. <laughs> but it was just like, like the the it was silent, and like the tension could be cut with a knife, and it was just awkward. But was, that's you know that's what high school is. There is um I remember during the play Harvey I had a part in uh, <clears throat> and it, it was not a very big part. So I, I wasn't on stage very often. So I had a lot of downtime backstage and I remember um, uh, uh, Ryan, it, it was either in the play or was, I don't know. He had time to screw around too. So we were on <laughs> the computer that was in like the <laughs> choir room just like screwing oh, around geez. and like putting like pictures of teachers as the background and stuff like that and like messing around with like the teacher staff photos and stuff but <laughs> i almost missed my <laughs> entrance like i had to sprint to get on stage because it was like shit i am supposed to be on stage now and i remember like i was like out of we breath, had monitors like, in those in the in those rooms because you could hear the play right happening kind of yeah 
and like i had to sprint to get on like hit my entrance and uh like i was like out of breath and like it, uh, it, i still think about it like how embarrassing it was and i think you also told me jake i remember uh because i was an orderly i was wearing these white pants and they wanted us to wear briefs and i think you said you could see through my, <laughs> my <laughs> pants and see my underwear yeah brandon boner boy <laughs> brandon boner boy this is actually a anyway this is a nice no, a nice segue i mean that's a good point there's a there's plenty of like performance related things that you know missing an entrance or forgetting a line or ugh, there's a lot of those that i wake up sweating about i still have <laughs> yeah dreams like uh, to this day where i, I mean I, I didn't continue to do theater out beyond high school so i'll have dreams where mr harris the theater teacher will say oh can you fill in for this student and tonight oh my god uh, like have a short amount of time to learn the lines but then i always like slack uh, off and don't <laughs> learn the lines and then it's time to yeah 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 like oh, it's, no. you know all these stress yeah, I dreams have <laughs> i have uh i guess we've talked about on on this episode or these uh not this episode but this podcast before about uh my accidental like shitting my pants and stuff but um <laughs> like i i have two that are kind of cringy one of them was like i think deserved on the other person's part but uh my so my brother was a senior when i was a freshman and he was uh very successful in his acting career and i wanted to follow suit with him and there was a girl that was a freshman with us who like come to find out had a huge crush on him and i i liked her oh who didn't yeah so everybody <laughs> liked my brother nobody liked me um so I, I got word that she that she wanted to go to the dance with my brother and uh i i got so frustrated that like i was trying to be this intermediary for a girl that i liked that wanted to go out oh, with my no. brother to a dance <laughs> I, he and he was do you remember this brand get to him you gotta go through me yeah well no no they were just using me to get through and so what i did was I was like, Hey, Julia, uh, my, my brother wants to talk with you in freshman hall after, after school. So can you meet him there? I think he's going to ask you to the dance. And, uh, she comes to school the next day and walks up, like just beelines for me and just slaps the shit out of my face. (laughs) You know what jokes on her. And it felt really good because I was like, that's what you get. If you want to go talk to somebody, go fucking talk to him yourself. So, <laughs> oh my god! Standing ovation. This is freshman. It year. was worth. Oh yeah, it was worth it because she apparently oh. waited for like over an hour for him to just. No. Come to <laughs> oh, Matthew. So hey, you know what? That's not, tough shit. Yep. You got something you want to say to somebody? Don't uh, Eminem. You got one chance. Don't miss this opportunity. But the second one was actually <laughs> oh, related. The, the second one was related to theater as well. Um, again, freshman year, I wanted to be like my brother and I was so good at acting. They had me be, uh, on the tech (laughs) in tech for the musical guys and dolls. And my one job was to roll out this light, the light. I remember Uh, that. I remember you doing. Yeah. And it was, it was a, an act. Our drama teacher had this knack for probably spending way too much of the school's money on like 
actual uh, antique things. And he found this like legitimate street lamp that was hundreds of pounds. And he got, we got a working plug and we plugged it in and we practiced, we practiced, but they built the base of it too small. So it like, when you moved it, it wobbled pretty good. And it yeah, was, all it wanted to do was tip over. Yeah. All. Yeah. And it was heavy. And the very first opening night I go out, I do my job, I plug it in and I hear this crash. I was like, what the fuck? And this light had tipped over into the orchestra pit. Thankfully, it didn't hit anybody, but it it fell into the orchestra pit that was right there. And I was like, well, first of all, you shouldn't have probably put this 200 pound thing like, but I was uh, that was pretty embarrassing because that was my my one job. But to my defense, you should have built a wider base so it could have actually stood up. (laughs) No, absolutely. Did you get chewed or anything? I think I think everybody was embarrassed enough. We just kind of like didn't we didn't look at each other for a while. Yeah, there's just a down street line for the whole play. <laughs> I just ran out. Do you guys, the back door. Do you guys <laughs> keep up with that guy, Chris Harris? I know I, my brother does. Yeah, but I don't. I think he's still I think he's still doing good. He's rocking and rolling. He's good man. retired at this point. He's yeah. been retired for a while. Yeah. But hopefully he's still like that guy. collecting his antiques. He had a thing for antique phones. Mm-hmm. I remember that about him. But I digress. Anyway, that's my uh, embarrassing stories. Well, Chris, hopefully we've uh, helped assuage some of your fears and uh, made you feel a little bit better about your, your situation. And Chris and Harris, hopefully we there. never let you down. <laughs> oh, maybe again. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that, Chris. Um, uh, we definitely did it. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> what? Wait, this you're saying that this boner, Chris, is Chris Harris? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I doubt it. There's hopefully not at school. Ten year, ten year anniversary of what? Hopefully, hopefully, the teacher isn't right on being called boner boy by a student. <laughs> <laughs> that's called Uh, a lawsuit that's how you end up in jail yeah all right so why don't we take a quick little break (laughs) and we'll be right back with some lightning round questions from matt and we're back for the lightning round it is ooh, storms are coming this is the part of the episode where we take one to two minutes, uh, answer a couple questions for each of us. We'll go with uh, Jake on this one. Jake, what do you yes. like most about yourself? This just turned into a therapy session, but. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> this is pretty tough because I'm pretty self-loathing, but I I, I like my self, so, uh, sense of humor. I think I'm pretty funny. I enjoy making people laugh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my mom says I'm funny. My mom says I'm funny. Oh, I enjoy making people laugh. I I um am told that my brand of humor, uh some although sometimes annoying and and sort of based in teasing, uh is is well received for the most part. I, I like making my kids laugh. So yeah, make being being funny. Thanks. Trying to be funny. Brandon, what do you like most about yourself? Uh, Jake stole mine. So, uh, oh, shit. No, sorry. 
Uh, I, I think a bitch. I don't have the soundboard <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> you dirty bitch! I never gonna get old. <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. Um, that one's irrelevant. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I, I not that copycat, but yeah, probably my, my sense of humor. Um, same thing. Nice. I would say that those are both accurate in their own respect. Very different, but very true. Yeah, we do have different brands of, of humor. Yeah, I like we, we I think I don't know. I, I think we find each other funny, but our our humor is different generally. Yeah, sure. Sure. Matt? What do you like most about yourself? Um, I think the thing I like most about myself is the ability to connect with uh, most people. Sometimes I allow myself to get like too invested in people, I think, but I enjoy it is spending time getting to know people. Um, much like a, a trait of my dad is like just making friends with strangers. Uh, I that's one thing that I don't think really exists much anymore, especially as technology and social media and the ability to be disingenuine with your communication uh, or not disingenuine, but kind of nonchalant with it and non-personal. I, I enjoy things like this. So that's one thing I like about myself is just connecting with people. Nice. Yeah. Um, I guess this, uh, this question will probably be the same for all of us, but how often do you visit your hometown, which is Sandy, Oregon for all of us? I didn't realize I was going to get doxxed <clears throat> in this episode. But okay. No. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, whenever I, whenever I visit the, the Pacific Northwest, um, cause my folks still live outside of Sandy. So I, I, I'm. Whenever I visit, so a couple times a year, usually once, once or twice a year, when when the finances are in my favor. Yeah, I guess yours is a bit different, Jake, because you're on a completely different coast. Yeah, mm -hmm. Brandon. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, all all of our parents live in Sandy, so um, we have the same hometown. But uh, I am about two hours from sandy so uh i don't get to visit as as much as i used to so i i make it there maybe once a month nice yeah i mean i'm probably the same if not a little bit even more infrequent uh every month couple months um but yeah do you guys end up uh meeting your folks uh, either halfway or do they come visit you also depends on the context like if we're dropping off the kids or something and we need to go to the to the beach we're not going to drive all the way out to sandy to to do that sure. so we try to get a halfway point um for me it's usually one or the other they'll come here we'll go there it's got it um i mean they were here i don't know maybe a week and a half ago so Nice. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. All right. 
this one uh, can be as personal as you want it to be. But uh, Jake, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from a past mistake? I've learned this a number of times, or I've been in the process of learning this a number of times, but um, um, not to get into specifics, but I, I oftentimes outwardly present myself as sort of a leader. And I, for a long time, I was, I think I was a follower, not to, not to sort of simplify it too much, but I, I, um, I think it has to do with like personal motivation, um, and probably some neuro things happening, but, um, yeah, I mean, um, sort of figuring out my own path and not, um, sort of succumbing to what's happening around me or what my friends are or not even what my friends are doing but what my what I sort of see around me and do that as opposed to figuring out what I want and or need so I, I perhaps I'm still learning that but um figuring out my my path as as far as I go I guess that's kind of a yeah that's me that's yes that one nice Brandon Um, <clears throat> probably the, uh, well, two biggest mistakes I've ever made in my life are, uh, getting two DUIs and getting arrested twice. Um, and at this point it was almost 10 years ago, but, uh, I didn't learn my lesson the first time. So, uh, <laughs> I, um, I think the the lesson, which I I don't recommend, if you're gonna be drinking, don't drive. Um, I mean, there's that lesson, but uh, also, um, I think it uh, is kind of made me evaluate my relationship with alcohol. Um, I, I like drinking i enjoy i mean beer the most that's my kind of drink of choice and i i don't want to get to a point where i have to cut it out of my life entirely um i did i did for a a while just because it was you know a, a problem and uh so I I think um just um trying to keep things in check I is a a, a big lesson and I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say I guess I think like um, like you said you're just evaluating your relationship with alcohol Mhm like do i like drinking or do i just like being drunk or do i you know well you also like brewing like you like the you mm-hmm. like the the yeah. culture around it also not just the alcohol right. aspect of the culture but yeah i mean i think it's from my perspective and you know having talked to you about this a lot like 
it, it is complex. And so figuring that out, figuring that relationship out. I think I, I have a healthier relationship with alcohol now than I did nine years ago. And uh, yeah. um, so that's the yeah. lesson I've learned. <laughs> I mean, that's a good, nice. yeah, that's a good lesson to to learn. And hopefully somebody listening may identify with where you're at and need to hear well, those words. I mean, to elaborate further, uh, to discourage people from drinking and driving, it's quite expensive and it's a huge time commitment. So, you know, you have to go to classes, you have to do community service. Um, I spent 24 hours in jail. So it's uh, not a good time. <laughs> yeah. Good lessons. Good, well, not good lessons, but lessons to be had for sure. So I'm hard. I've been on the inside. I know what it's like. <laughs> Is that I'm where that hard. teardrop came from? Hearing that story. Mm-hmm. I killed a man in, in jail. 24 hours. 24 hours. In. That's that was quick. Mm-hmm. Gotta step up. You were well, you were ready. They saw that I was the biggest guy there, and so a bunch of people tried to attack me. Sure. <laughs> as as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> oh. Um Matt? let's see. I guess mine would be I was gonna say never trust a fart, but uh I don't mean to, <laughs> don't mean to take your your heartfelt. Well, I mean we, we could uh <laughs> yeah stand to lighten a, it up that... a little bit. <laughs> I mean I was gonna yeah, I was gonna lead off with that, but uh I mean going back to one thing. I guess the thing that I like most about myself can also equate to like some hard lessons learned is, um, and it's always a, a growing curve is I, I invest a lot of time in to my social network and oftentimes it's never, it, not oftentimes, sometimes it's never met with the same like intensity that I put into people and relationships and stuff. And it's, it has set myself up for disappointments um, in terms of just like, Oh, I thought this, I thought this friendship was to me, it meant one thing. And to you, it was just kind of like, whatever. So I have been let down by, by that in the past. So, um, just kind of guarding myself being a little bit more, uh, reserved. And that's something that I'm not really ever good at. So, yeah. And also don't trust a fart. Yeah. And also don't trust a fart. Don't write checks. (laughs) Your butt can't cash. Uh, <laughs> oh no they can catch them you don't want them to be catch you want them to bounce <laughs> alrighty well on that note thank you for listening a special thanks to Anonymous and Chris for this week's questions send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Bye. Everybody listening, thank you so much. Bye. You dirty bitch.